welcome to another episode of Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insight, Insights. Uh, as you saw from the title, the topic today is going to be card trimming. It's been in the news lately. Uh, as I've said and done over the years, I try to look at things with a positive tone. There's a lot of negativity about uh, card trimming, and it's certainly, uh, there, there's some elements there that are completely wrong, and there's also some elements there, I think, that are that are not well understood. So I'm going to look at it from, uh, again, a little bit different angle. It's an audio podcast. I won't be showing any video, any visual evidence, but I'm going to talk through some of the considerations and thoughts I've had about this. Uh, I thank my sponsors first, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Upper Deck, Tops, Panini, as well as Heritage Auctions and Huggins and Scott Auctions. This is an, uh, a topic or an issue that really can affect uh, any and all of, uh, of uh, the sponsors as well as uh, stakeholders, uh, customers, dealers, manufacturers in our industry. Uh, there have been some very negative aspects of it that um, really are, 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 are very disturbing. But uh, just to start out, you know, all cards pretty much are printed in sheets. And so then they're cut from the sheets. They're, they're, I don't know that I'd say they're trimmed from the sheets, but they're cut. Generally, the, uh, the manufacturer has a big stack of sheets and they make sure their registration marks are all lined up and they're, they're, they're printed with that registration. And then they're put in this uh, cutter and they're either cut, let's say, with like a laser you know, or it, back in the old days it was more of a, a guillotine, a blade. And if the blade is sharp, uh, no problem. The blade is dull. Or if the sheets would shimmy, uh, especially in the old days, you could get some uh, miscuts. Nowadays, not so much. Generally, the uh, hobby, the industry has been responsive to the desire for well-centered, uh, clean-cut cards. And so you you generally see that in all the newer cards. So cutting from sheets, uh, again, the card starts as a, as a part of a sheet. Uh, if you were to acquire an uncut sheet, there... Uh, is a professional, or I, I, I break it into three. You could cut, if there was a, a, a very valuable card in the middle of the sheet, uh, you'd have a choice. Well, do I want to keep it as a sheet or do I want to try to cut out that card? Well, you could get it professionally cut, which is expensive. Uh, generally, uh, the setup charge for cutting a sheet of cards professionally is, is, uh, prohibitive. Uh, when they do it, they, they do a stack of 500 sheets. So it's, once they set it up, they just chop. But if you're doing one, it's the same setup. Uh, and then I call semi-professional where you get some equipment that's uh, good equipment, but again, not, not the full professional uh, card manufacturer equipment, but, uh, but different printers have different ways to uh, cut things. And again, without the registration marks, uh, you cannot be as exact. Uh, and then amateur, which would include scissors <laughs> and other uh, paper cutter type things, which can be amateurish. On the other hand, um, you know, with certain cards... Uh, again, you, you, you can't get the precision, and, and that, in effect, becomes uh, another part of this problem. So uh, some people make a distinction whether it was a, a factory cut that was cut originally or if it's an uncut sheet that's 20 years old that you cut later. I'm not sure that matters uh, if it's not detectable. Uh, again, we wouldn't be having this discussion if the cards were trimmed to exactly 2.5 by 3.5 inches because that is the intention from the factory uh, back in the day, there were some oversized uh, cut cards. I, I remember some 55 Bowmans I had when you stacked them up and they just came right out of the pack. Some of them were a little bit longer, shorter, uh, wider, narrower, uh, but that's not uh, normative anymore. Uh, 
Uh, I might also say it's not illegal to cut or trim cards that you personally own. It's, it's your property. You can you can cut them in half, or you can shave off a border. It's there's nothing illegal about that. Uh, it may not. It, it, it in many cases is not even illegal to sell a trimmed card. Now, if you're knowingly trimming it to try to deceive, that's another story. But if you have a card and it was trimmed by somebody else, or it's trimmed and it's it's uh, un- unknowingly sold, I don't I don't think that's that that that's not a crime. It's uh, it's it's also not illegal to submit a trimmed card for grading. Uh, if you're submitting it to get an authentic grade that it's perhaps been altered, but uh, is still an authentic card and a valuable card, perhaps uh, that's not illegal to submit that card. Now, again, if you're attempting to deceive, uh, that's that's another story. You're knowingly trying to trick somebody. Uh, if if it's going to a grading service, uh, the graders are supposed to catch that stuff, and uh, they're. If, if if there's uh, one grader that's perceived as uh, more lenient than another grader, uh, how do you even know that you're going to get that grader to grade your cards? Uh, again, there uh, there are supposedly uh, safeguards. I know at Beckett Grading we had safeguards with kind of a uh, attempt to have a double blind system that the the grader didn't know who the, owned the card and the and the uh, the submitter didn't know what grader it was going to go to. But again, it's uh, it, these are systems that are not infallible, but they're uh, they're, they're principals and uh, principal people uh, involved, I'm sure, with all the grading companies. But that's uh, part of the problem. It's uh, So it's not illegal to uh, uh, get a card back from a grading service and crack the slab and uh, and trim it and resubmit it. I, don't, I, I think it'd be unethical, but perhaps that's not illegal. Again, if the illegality might come if you're attempting to defraud. If you got a card back from uh, one of the grading services, and you thought, well, I got a low grade on that, and I'm going to submit it to a different service. Uh, there, again, there's nothing uh, wrong about that. Again, once you take your your uh, professional cutter out and uh, make the card perfectly centered, uh, you you may get in legal trouble there because you're attempting. And again, if it's a pattern in practice, then you may be in real trouble, and that would be uh, 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 perhaps criminal activity that authorities would be interested in. Again, so if it's one card, if it's a mistake. Uh, uh, that's one thing, or, or uh, but if you're doing a bunch of cards, you're 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 probably going to get in a lot of trouble. Uh, the graders I know from from uh, the BGS guys, when when uh, they have problematic submitters that that do uh, wrong things, they can be uh, banned or or uh, you know ways to identify and flag submitters that have uh, that have had problems. But on the other hand, these. These uh, they're dealers and uh, card submitters that can, that can uh, change their identity or get a new uh, address or a new name or something. And when you look at the submission forms, it's you're not having to put your birth certificate or your driver's license on there. From what I've seen, uh, if you put your on the other hand, you put your wife's name or your brother or your friend, uh, you're implicating them if if you really are doing something uh, uh, nefarious. So. Um, you know, don't, as I said, don't do it just because you might get caught. Don't do it because it's the wrong thing. It's, it's, like I say, plenty of ways to make money. So, uh, again, the conspiracy aspect is what might get the uh, authorities uh, interested. If one person's doing something and they're so uh, excellent at doing this trimming that they're slipping it past graders, even graders that are looking for it, again, I, I'm not sure how they could do that because the trimming is measurable. Uh, like I said, if it's a card that was slightly oversized to begin with, um, you know, but th- that I don't think that's happening very much. And you might even uh, dispute the fact that one company, sa- one grading company, thinks it's trimmed and and send it to another one. And they may say, well, it measures up close enough within our tolerances. I hope that's not the case. Uh, 
Now, what about auction houses? Uh, should they be concerned about uh, cards that are uh, that are trimmed, that are in holders and not indicated? Well, I think the the auction houses should be more concerned about shill bidding uh, and those kinds of things. But unless an auction house is knowingly participating in in auctioning off trimmed cards that are not noted as such, I think they're probably in a situation where they're just trusting trusting the grading service. And I think the grading services are ninety nine point nine percent. Well, I think they're trustworthy. The question is. Uh, are they occasionally negligent or are they grossly negligent, which is uh, a higher standard and really a bad thing, or did they just make a mistake? Uh, did they mismeasure or did they, but if they didn't measure on a card that, uh, that, um, uh, there, there are a number of cards that, uh, that it's worth it <laughs> to trim and, and those absolutely should be 100% measured. It's kind of like, uh, some of the sets and valuable cards in certain sets that have black borders, you you just got to be checking uh, for the, any artificial coloring. Uh, again, if there's intent to defraud or if there's a conspiracy, uh, then uh, people are are uh, deservedly going to get in trouble, and uh, and they'll uh, not only have to make restitution, but they'll also perhaps pay a a penalty with their freedom. Even uh, I had lunch with a, a very veteran uh, collector uh, a couple days ago. And he just said, he's looking at all, and he has a very advanced collection. He just said, you know, some of these cards are too good to be true. Uh, you know, he's talking about, uh, you know, pre-1948 cards, 30s, uh, you know, T cards, E cards, all these uh, difficult things, he said. And I said, well, and, and so his point was was twofold, which I think is good. Is it not just that if it's too good to be true, uh, really give a second glance, but he, he felt like when the condition premiums for higher grades get so extreme, it's it's kind of an inducement to um, for this kind of activity. And he said, you know, if a card is a, a nice looking card in a three and it's slightly off centered, uh, you know, why would I want to risk uh, breaking it out of the slab, trying to trim it, which might completely ruin the card uh, just to get the five when it's really the same card, except for a slight difference in the perception of centering. I don't I know I haven't covered this in any uh manner that uh, is end of story. You may have some questions or comments, always open to uh, doing sequels to some of these uh, issues that we're looking at. I'm hoping that, again, that the card trimming that is nefarious is uh, on a very limited basis. Uh, But uh, I I, I hope if people are doing wrong things, they get caught. So, uh, but if you've got a question or comment, uh, Dr. James Beckett, all spelled out at gmail.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-J-M-E-S- B-E-C-K-E-T-T at gmail.com. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast. There's a BeckettInsights.podbeam.com website that, that where they are, but they're also at iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and all those. And you can, there's, you know, if you're a regular podcast listener, you, you already know the drill. But in fact, if you are, you already know that you can listen at, at uh, one and a quarter speed or one and a half speed or, or even uh, double speed if you dare. So. Uh, I'm still enjoying doing this. I don't enjoy reading about uh, negative news about uh, the hobby that we love so much, and I would encourage people to uh, to uh, take the high road. And uh, I think we'll hear more about uh, card trimming because there's t- just a lot of money involved in in, uh, in some of these cards. So uh, I'll report. I'll, actually, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I've got another episode coming tomorrow, so I look forward to uh, you know, trying to give you a positive spin on this. Uh, on this great hobby. So again, thanks for your attention. Uh, uh, Pass it on and pay it forward. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.